Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. So the reality reckoning, there is an article that just came out in Vanity Fair, a writer named Anna Peel is writing about what she calls a small corner in this issue of the toxicity in reality TV. And the article basically is through highlighting Ebony Williams, Leah, a little bit about me, a little bit about Jill, a little bit about Sonia, a lot about Bravo and, um, It's production companies, specifically Shed Media, who produced New York Housewives, a lot about that production company and how women's mental health and addiction and drinking and um, just their rights are violated and not really valued. And that Bravo is trying to now all of a sudden like close up holes in a boat that have been there for for decades to clean up a mess that is, is getting out of control with this reckoning. People in the comments will say to me what they've said. You bit the hand that feeds you. Now you're not profiting off this machine. So you want off. So you want to take it down. I could have been profiting. I walked away from a reality show that I had that was basically green lit this year. I walked away. I have all the receipts. So do my lawyers. And I walked away from the show. So you could tell me a million times that I profited off of this. True. You could tell me that I was part of this, as I said in the article. True. You can't tell me that I'm trying to take down something because I couldn't monetize it because I could have gone back anytime I wanted. I was invited to go back anytime I wanted. That's a fact. So come for me. 
but you can't land it. If you're going to take a shot at this bee, you better not miss. You cannot land it. And the thing is, a lot these women in this article, whether it's Ebony or Leah, really, Leah, Leah came in fragile with challenges. She came in woo, a little bit wounded, and this took her out. And there are other people in this franchise, like Brandy, like Danielle, like others, uh, who have gone through different traumas, divorces, like a Camille, people that this medium really, really profits off of and capitalizes and exploits the really vulnerable aspects in someone's life. Like this person's coming in, they're teetering on um, falling off the wagon. So let's push her or let's let's let that will be the most entertaining or this person's a train wreck going through a divorce and they just got cheated on so let's exploit that you know it's not like an environment that builds women up it's an environment that um really could push you off the edge or could really empower someone like me who could clean up the floor with all these women you know, like I was part of it. And as the article says, I guess this might be part of my penance. What, and about this reality reckoning, now you have a lot of housewives coming out and awkwardly speaking for the realm. You have Leah Black, who acted like she didn't understand what I was talking about in doing this. Luann, who also, she's had a wonderful, pleasant experience and nothing's ever gone wrong. You know, like not like when they exploited her affairs or when she went to jail or when she was drinking or when that was all on the show or when people like Candy, who are currently employed, they're saying if there was something wrong that they did to her, she's a strong woman, she can handle herself and she would say something. Erica Jane saying something very similar. These women aren't helping other women. They all know what we're talking about. We've all seen it. And when the music turns on us and it's bad for us, that's when we get really upset. Or when uh, Sonia's taking pills or when Raquel's going to an emotional health facility. Like only when the music turns really bad on you do you then feel what I'm talking about. But if you could turn it back and get the and get the shit to slap on somebody else and then you can make more money, you don't want to betray the realm and the leaders of this cult because you want to make the money. To come out publicly to act like they don't know this is happening, it's not true. And I applaud the women who have publicly said that this is important. The Gina from, uh, I think it's Orange County. Um Garcelle Bouvet, currently employed by them. Cynthia Bailey, often employed by them. Like, I give them credit for speaking up. Kathy Wakil uh, commenting on my posts. And then a num- Nene Leakes, Jill Zarin coming on the podcast. And I applaud a number of people who've called me quietly to discuss what's going on with them and to want help and to say, I know I've been perpetuating this and I know I'm part of it and I feel like a hypocrite and I'm scared, but I want to talk. I give them a lot of credit. You cannot expect everybody to come forward, but for people to come forward and proactively act like they don't know what's going on, that can be damaging. And Ariana did a post saying, like it did a special post that Us Weekly posted about how production only pays for the first two drinks and really being like a good Bravo soldier in coming out to basically make it like Vanderpump Rules has not been fueled by alcohol and fueled by scandal and affairs. You know, I mean, we can't close our eyes, but it doesn't mean it's not happening. 
also on the group of people that acted like nothing's going on is Kate Chastain. There's a theme. If you're making money on this medium and profiting from this realm, you're one of the few people acting like you don't know that this is going on. Okay, I'm a big fan of Cozy Earth. Who doesn't love bed sheets that feel like butter? Oh my God, they're delicious. They make you feel special. They make you feel rich. They make you feel clean. They make you feel refreshed. The sheet sets are to die for. They fit my bed perfectly and they wash like a dream. Travel-friendly and hassle-free, Cozy Earth's bedding comes in adorable totes, making it the perfect companion for your adventures near and far. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. Cozy Earth has everything you need to turn every moment into pure bliss. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use my code Bethany, B-E-T-H-E-N-N-Y, at checkout to get 35% off. Whoa! And let them know that I sent you after you check out. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, I Heart. Open your free iHeart app and search the bright side. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics, in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Matthew Perry passed away. Um, He's another one who's around my age. I watched the first episode of Friends. I remember it. And they were part of our 
vernacular, our culture. It was such a ground sweeping, iconic success. Jennifer Aniston was all of us. I'm watching her now on the morning show also, and I'm watching her as someone my age. And and I've watched Matthew I've watched Matthew Perry's journey because I know that he had a jet ski accident, got involved in painkillers. I've experienced people who have passed away um, allegedly because of painkillers and Narcan and overdoses and things like that. And it's a struggle. It's a battle. I've, God knows what happened that night, but he played pickleball for two hours and he was in a jacuzzi and got overheated. And I mention this because as we get older, we're not as indestructible and we're more vulnerable. And I've had autoimmune issues. I've had POTS, P-O-T-S, this thing that many of you educated me on. And I was looking it up. Um, what happens to me personally is I get really dehydrated. I have to constantly drink hydration drinks and my blood pressure will crash and I'll faint. And I've been in a cryo tank and I've fainted, hit the bottom of the tank, like passed out. I've been in a sauna. I don't do this anymore. And my favorite thing is to do sauna and steam. And I have one and I don't even use it. Um, because I've been in a steam and then come out and then two hours later I faint at dinner thinking it's because of an allergic reaction, but it's because, you know, my blood pressure has crashed. And so you have to know your body. And apparently he was on heart medication. I'm sure he's weakened his heart over all the damage he's done. You know, our hearts are fragile. Our bodies are fragile. We beat them up and we party and we drink and do drugs and eat steak and drink sugar and don't sleep. And, you know, the young kids are just beating down their bodies. It's it's glamorized to pound alcohol. It's glamorized to not get sleep. It's glamorized to black out and do an all-nighter. And, like, we only have one body and the sadness about him healing and recovering and it's saving his life. And the poor guy's just playing pickleball. And so then he's in a jacuzzi, which is so hot. And I'm thinking about he's probably dehydrated. I looked this up. De- de- dehydration can weaken your heart. He passed out um, and he died. And it's just it's just so terribly sad. He was so funny. He seemed so nice. He came out with this amazing book to really talk about his addiction and how it changed his life to be sober. And people who are sober say that that's their number one. It's before family. It's before money. It's before work. It's before God. It's before anything. It's what you have. And so I guess that should just be a message, you know, how we treat our bodies. And 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 it's just so fucking sad. It's just so tragic and so sad. It really is because it sucks and it's frustrating when you hear of somebody finally, like, doing the work and getting to the place. And then the goddamn guy dies in a fucking jacuzzi after a pickleball. It's just like not fair. There's this mural that this person, Eternal Possessions, put on the side of a building in the West Village. And so many people sent it to me. It's called Mention It All. Apparently, this mural artist um, was on reality shows for years in production, was totally abused. It ruined their life. And they were just putting this up as a message to honor and acknowledge and empower the reality reckoning. And I just didn't feel worthy. I just felt really moving. And it was on this crazy week of mine where I rang the NASDAQ closing bell Things move so quickly and things are just little pieces on the board, little marks on the calendar. 
And not until I get to them do I realize, wait a second, when was the last time I stopped and really celebrated something that's happening? I'm on three pages of Vanity Fair, photographs of me. And it's just like I read it to make sure what it said. And then I move on to like what I'm doing about it. But let's just like sit for a moment and think about the fact that for years, all I would want was to be in Vanity Fair. That's like credible. And all I want is to be on SNL. Like that's my dream in life. And yes, I've been mentioned and that's been never lost on me. That's one thing I always do revel in. But I go this week to do the closing bell. And I had said to Bryn that she should come because it's super important. And then at the last minute, I said, you know, you, you have math and I know school is hard right now and you don't have to come. And I got down, I got to Times Square and I was by myself ringing the bell on behalf of Be Strong. And there were lights everywhere. I could see Times Square. The windows were open. I was with a few people from my PR team. And I then got exasperated because Brent's school is like 35 minutes from there. And I was trying to rush and I wanted her to then come because she would have loved it. It was really her too. You know, when you taste something and you're just like, I want you to taste this. It's so good. I can't enjoy it unless you taste it. I want you to see this. I can't enjoy it unless you see it. So I was having a hard time enjoying it. Paul was in Boston. I didn't ask him to come. He, you know, he, uh, he would have absolutely come. And I was not... I was like exasperated. It felt like New Year's Eve in Times Square and I just wanted my daughter to get to me and I had missed her in the crowd. And then she was freaking out because she was feeling guilty and she was realizing how big it was and I was sending her pictures and she was texting my assistant and I wasn't present. I wasn't paying attention to what was going on. I was acting like I was paying attention, but inside my body, I was like, oh my God, I'm alone and I'm doing this alone and I wish my daughter was here. And I was just having displaced anxiety. It was not proportional to what was happening. It was like my whole life gathered and crystallized in this one moment. And my, but then I also had unleashed something. So she was trying to get to me. So she was going to get in the car and go the opposite direction to Times Square when we were going to, after this, go all the way back uptown to get her to, to leave the city. So I was then preoccupied by that. My assistant was trying to take pictures of me, trying to talk to Bryn. I was trying to be present. I was trying to listen to what the people were saying there. And I get up and the can explodes and it's all this confetti and all these people are cheering because, and then we're in Times Square and my name and Bryn's name are in this giant, much bigger than a billboard because it goes the whole side of a building. And it's like the culmination of this career. And I didn't even make a big deal enough about it, even to invite people I work with or share it with anyone. I was just like, didn't want to inundate anyone or impose to come to Times Square. And when it was done, I, I crumbled. I broke down. I cried for hours. When I mean it took me out, I was having anxiety. I couldn't sleep. My eyes were swollen. It took me out for two days. I just, I said it was the closing bell, but it was a wake up call. It was just like, let's make meaning out of things. I felt so entirely alone. I've always been an insular person. I've always been someone who just likes to be alone and processes alone and ideates alone and works alone. And I, you know, I just, it just really hit me. It was extremely powerful. And this guy who's on the stock market, I think he's in the New York Stock Exchange. His, his Instagram is something like Einstein of Wall Street, Einstein of Wall Street. And he reached out. He said he went, he's been on Wall Street for years and he's like a little fame. He's got a hundred and something thousand followers. And I guess he had a picture of me when I came to the stock exchange to do, I think it was Cheddar or a show. And he messaged me and he said, I had the exact same experience. 
it was like a culmination of my career and only certain people get to ring the bell. And they gave me the honor. And he said, I felt entirely alone. And he was like, I'd love to do a do over for you with you. And it was just like really sweet, even just him reaching out. And then my good friends reached out, people I work with, like a lot of people were like, I would have come. It was just really meaningful. I just wasn't ready to talk right away. And now I've started to connect with people about it. It was sort of embarrassing. And it was like, I just felt like a loser. It was extremely, you know, dramatic. So what I want to say is there were many people that reached out, many moms that reached out saying, we strip ourselves, we do for everybody else, and we don't take time to celebrate. And you are worthy. And they're saying that they are worthy. And because I don't know if I felt worthy. I, I don't. Sometimes it feels like it's all, you know, the emperor has no clothes, imposter syndrome. It wasn't happening at that moment. But just overall, thank you to all the people that reached out to me and felt that. And I'm, I don't want them to feel it for me. I want them to feel it for them. I shared it on social media, not because I need them to feel it for me. They were feeling it for themselves. Like they were feeling it in their own lives and they needed it. And that's the beautiful power of social media when you can help someone who really needed it in their own life because they don't feel alone. So while I spend a lot of time alone, when there's these big things that I really feel and think I do want to share them because I want people to feel not alone and women are so powerful and never before have I been connecting to women so strongly. Frankly, since I left the show, the show of housewives when you're surrounded by women is the worst environment to support other women. It's not designed for that. It's designed to protect yourself fight for your own and not embrace other women. And since leaving, I'm this leader for all these women that call me every day crying and texting and need support and need help. That reality reckoning and the environment of Bravo has broken so many women down that already were on their way out. They walked in there broken down thinking this was going to lift them up and this took them out of the knees even lower. And now they're trying to make sense of it and pick up the pieces. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. 
Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.